Dave, did you, uh, you got a couple of fresh faces into the lineup tonight. Uh, maybe give us your thoughts on the game Evan Bouchard gave you and uh, sort of how the guys played that haven't played very much. Yeah, we're trying to get, uh, you know, as many guys in, just get them some time. I thought Bouchard was excellent tonight, played, uh, played very well for a guy that hasn't played for a while. Legison came in, played a real solid game. Uh, Tourists uh, put a lot of work in. He, uh, we tried him on the right wing tonight. He was, uh, he was pretty good. So it. Uh, who else do we have in there? That's about it for tonight. But it, uh, solid, uh, solid outing by a lot of guys. So this is the luxury, right? I guess you earn this by by clinching a playoff spot with a few games to go. Uh, give us a feeling of the value of, of, you know, all the guys that maybe aren't in your top 18 skaters getting some games in down the stretch and how that's going to help come playoff time. Well, you're going to need, you're going to need a lot of bodies. I mean, it's just playoffs. So you never know what, uh, knock on wood injuries come along and different mixes of lineups you're looking for. So, you know, we've, uh, we've tried to make sure everybody stays engaged, you know, or, uh, the assistant coaches have done a great job with the taxi squad all year and and i give those the taxi squad guys a great deal of credit they they work and you know there's sometimes they don't play for a while but they put the work in they stay ready and i think that was you saw that tonight with a guy like bush jumping in and, and playing a real solid game you know he's he's practiced hard they do a lot of work a game like situation work and uh and the practices and it paid off for them. So we need, uh, we're going to need a lot of bodies. We, uh, you know, you never can have enough depth and especially at the defense position. And um, we'll continue to kind of grind away here. We got lots to work on on our team the next uh, week or 10 days. And and we'll see who we, we uh, draw come in the playoffs and we'll, we'll prepare accordingly. Jim Matheson, Post Media. Uh, Dave, uh, did Bouchard come in for Bear? Was he the one of the defensemen you said was banged up? Uh, yeah, they, the Lagason and, and uh, Bear came in for Jones. Lagason and uh, Bush came in for Jones and Bear, uh, Bear tonight. But because both were banged up, or you just wanted to rest one of the two? Uh, no, both of them. Uh, both of them could have played, but we just uh, we put the other two guys in to get them a game. And do you think you found a second line now with Nugent Hopkins, Cahoon, and Yamamoto? Yeah, they they played very well these two games. We'll keep kind of tinkering around here, but uh, you'd like to see there's some lots of penalties in the game, especially later on in the game that kind of took the flow out that they didn't get as much time together, but. Uh, um, they look like they've got some chemistry together, and we'll see. You know, continue to see where it goes. And Yamamoto, do you, does he, do you sense the frustration there with him trying to score a goal? Yeah, he's getting chances. He's, he's thinking about it. I know he's grabbing his stick pretty hard right now, but um, he's one of those guys that's always around some chances. So eventually, it'll go in for him. Yeah, thank you, Brian Shog, TSN. Yeah, Dave, just back to that Nugent Hopkins line, you know, when they're pushing the pace and keeping the puck down at the other end and giving you some real good shifts like that, um, does that, you know, having a lot, if it looks like they'll be able to, to change the algebra a little bit on how often you can play McDavid and Drysaddle together, feeling like you're you're really going to get something from the next guys up? Yeah, yes, you know, we're, we're always thinking about that and different options to, uh, 
to give us advantages, you know, whether you got the McDavid and Drysaddle together or it's an easy switch, putting Drysaddle in there and putting Nuge or Cahoon up with, with McDavid. So there's there's different situations, but uh, it's nice having a line you feel like goes out and is reliable and can create some stuff and uh, and it's just a real solid line. So we'll, we'll continue to see how it goes, but they've had two solid games. It's good to see. Just on Evan Bouchard, um, you know, many times in the last month and a half or so, you know, at practice, I've seen you skating around, having a chat with him. He talked tonight about how much communication there is between the organization and the player, kind of understanding the development path. How important is that in this sort of reality where you have guys that are going long stretches like this to be communicating and, and making sure that everybody's on board with kind of the development plan uh, our, our whole staff is works hard at that because you've got it's uh, a guy like Bouchard who's a you know has got a great future with our team and and we got to continue continue to develop and build his game and then you you've got players like you know a player like James Neal or or Ennis who hasn't played as much as they like you're they're always trying to communicate as much as you can now, sometimes, you know, it's it's hard. Like, we've talked about this before. You got a normal year, you got one or two guys that are pissed off that they're not playing, and uh, this year we got 10. So that's just okay. that's the way it goes. Terry Jones, Post Media. Yeah, Dave, uh, Leon said that, you know, between period breaks on television that, uh, you know, that... Uh, Connor maybe doesn't think that much of uh, this 100-point thing, but uh, uh, he and the rest of the team uh, really want it for him. Do you read that in the room? I haven't heard that from the room, but, you know, there's there's a lot of talk about our team continue to play well and push here and, and make sure we've got our game in order. And if we do that, I think Connor's, you know, Connor will keep pushing forward here. But I think that's something that the players maybe talk about. I haven't, it hasn't got to the coaching staff yet. And can you talk about, uh, um, you know, every time you look up, uh, uh, there seems to be another organizational player pushing his way through and looking like he's going to stay up. I mean, you started with uh, Yamamoto, then Bear, and, uh, you know, uh, the other day, uh, uh, yeah, McLeod, McLeod coming in, yeah. And and today you got a defenseman uh, that looks like uh, he's going to get there. Uh, do you uh, how cognizant are you of uh, the growing number of organizational produced and uh, players kind of under the Kenny's um, development system? Uh, it's been valuable to us. You have to have players come in and, and, you know, you just can't go out and sign free agents all the time. You have to develop and and, and draft and develop players that are, that are going to be not just NHL players, but good NHL players. And we've been fortunate to have that. You know, I've only been here a couple of years, but you look at, you look at Bear and Yamamoto and, and uh, Jones. Um, this year now we've got McLeod, Bushes, Bushes here. I mean, it's a, it's an influx of players down there that continues to push the organization forward. And, uh, you know, you just can't go out and chase free agents all the time or think you're going to trade your way into that. You've got to develop a lot of those players, and we're fortunate to have some good ones. We're fortunate to have a good development system. The coaches in Bakersfield do an excellent job. Uh, Jay and his staff down there put a lot of time and effort into making sure these players are ready. Uh, so when they do get a chance in the NHL, they can come in and step in.
and you've seen players do that at at times where it's uh, you know when they get here. I've always said if a player's nervous about being here, he's probably not ready. Or if he doesn't feel like he can get his confidence, probably not ready. You see the players that have come in, whether it be Ammo last year or McLeod now just lately, they come in, they're full of confidence. They they have the uh, the thought process that they know they've prepared enough to get in the league and, and be a good player. And we're fortunate to have, have them come through the way they have because when they do get here, uh, it relies. It, it allows me to have trust in them and be good players. Terrific, thank you. Daniel Negra Bowman, the Athletic. Hey Dave, um, you said uh, Evan Bouchard had a had an excellent game tonight. You're pretty pleased with what you saw, and I know there's some roster complications, and you only have five games left. But what would kind of be the the rough plan for him throughout the, the last five games. Do you want to see him in a little bit more? Or, or? We'll just take it game by game here and just see see how things go. But he was. Uh, you know, he's called up. We used a regular recall for him, so he's available to us uh, for the rest of the games. We'll see where it goes, see where we are with rest and injuries and things like that. And you talked about, you know, the taxi squad and those guys being very good uh, coming in, um, you know, after long absences off. And we had a chance to talk to Tyler Ennis this morning. And, you know, there just seems to be a little bit more of the, um, it's harder on guys to, to, to not play this year because of, you know, the COVID situation and not being able to, you know, kind of get out and, and kind of take your mind off things. Are you kind of cognizant of that? And I think maybe yeah. touches back on, on what Ryan asked you earlier. Yeah. Yeah, we're always cognizant of that. It's, you know, I wish everybody could play. 25 minutes, but it's just, that's not reality, you know, and uh, uh, you're cognizant of players, you're cognizant of making sure everybody understands where they are. You know, it's, uh, especially for veteran players, it's hard, it's hard. And it's, uh, I've been in that situation as a veteran player not playing and uh, it's, uh, you know, everybody wants to play, everybody, everybody expects to play. And when you get a chance, you want to play well, or you want to help the team. That's what, that's one of the greatest things about hockey is the team means everything to people and these guys want to get in and help and uh, frustrating when they can't get in and help so it's it's uh, but it's something we have to deal with this year it's just it comes with what uh, the whole year has kind of been put in front of us thanks Dave appreciate it Peter Matheson Post Media uh, Dave, you had Bouchard with Darnell Nurse. I don't think it was just on the second power play. Did you, did you try him there to see how it was? Yeah, we were just trying him a few different places. Jim was uh, Jim was kind of shifting him around here and there, depending on some. We used him on some penalty kill too when Larson took a couple penalties in the third. So it was a good uh, was a good outing for him. He got lots of experience in different places. Uh, and getting back to the line with Nugent Hopkins and, and uh, Yamamoto, it looks like Cahoon is a little more involved offensively the last couple of games too, getting the puck closer to the net, trying some stuff, or am I wrong? Yeah. No, they, they cycle well. They hold the puck and they cycle well. They support each other well. So it's, uh, and they're, they're finding their opportunities to get it to the net. They hold it well, and then when they do get the opportunity, they they take it to the net. So it's, uh, you know, so far it's a couple games, but so far so good. Good, thank you. Last question, Tony Brower, Oilers TV. Hey Dave, apologies if you already answered this early on in the availability, but yesterday after clinching a playoff spot, you guys said you guys wanted to use the remaining six games as an opportunity to build the right habits. Now you guys faced adversity early in this hockey game by allowing an early goal. How did you feel like your team responded to that and aligned with the words that were shared yesterday? 
Well, I thought we were all right. You know, there's we do, you hate to give up a goal in a, the, early in a game. We had a bad pinch by a defenseman, and you know, you're, those are things that we talk about that can't happen. But it did, so you deal with it and you move on. And you know, it was uh, give Vancouver credit; they work hard, they make it hard on you. But uh, second period, we ended up getting getting even, and then we had a couple power play goals there to push us ahead. So it was. Uh, yeah, we did a lot of things all right. Gave up some chances, probably more than we'd like. But uh, that being said, you go out there and you do what you have to do to try to win the game. Limit chances against, limit mistakes, and find a way to win. And between Schmidt and some good penalty killing, we uh, we were able to do that. Thanks, Dave. Yeah. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.